Issue number 24 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel <laughs> comics. I'm Andy, the slop-ridden sty, and with me are my co-hosts, Shane, the man-machine of muscular might. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And Rory, thunder over Malibu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As always, these deliver. <laughs> call yourself sloppy and then i got muscular and rory got malibu like what are we doing here i'm the okay, thunder look. over malibu do you want the do you do you want the real shit i i find the most fun phrases that i remember and if one of them is an insult i give it to me because i know both of you will whine like little babies if i insult you so oh insult- yeah that's that's <laughs> that's got a lot of evidence to back that up <laughs> months of evidence so i insult myself and then i call you muscular and (laughs) (laughs) though i really did like rory's because it sounded like a movie title like rory thunder over malibu (laughs) i've always liked like phrases that have title energy but kind of wonky grammar yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) bangkok dangerous Mm, bangkok dangerous rory Mm -hmm. bangkok dangerous Uh, Today, we're going to follow Adam Warlock, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, and Frank Dracula, uh, because that's his name. (laughs) That's definitely his name. And they they take us from August 1972 to March 1973. And during this time, Bobby Fischer becomes the first American chess grandmaster in what is called the match of the century. Uh, The final decision is handed down in the case of Roe v. Wade. And the secret soundtrack to The Wizard of Oz is released, also known as The Dark Side of the Moon. Have you guys ever done that? Like, yes. You've 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 actually done that because I've literally never done that. I've, I, I've also would, never smoked pot though. <laughs> when I was in high school, I I took a lot of art classes. I really didn't think you were going to say art classes and thought it was a drug. <laughs> I, I, when I, I was in high school. Drugs. I took a lot. Of drugs. <laughs> How dare! How okay, dare you took you. a lot of art classes. I took a lot of art classes, and for three years in a row, on the last day of school. My studio art teacher played that movie and that soundtrack to show all of the freshmen every year. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I can kind of see how like so excited to watch it again. Three things maybe line up in sort of a fun way, maybe. (laughs) It is. It is really fascinating, Andy. Hang on. Wait, before you knock it for being stupid. Number one, it it, yeah, it's very stupid. Number two, (laughs) it is also kind of fun and interesting to be like, oh, yeah, what if. What if this they're talking about a dog in the song and like Toto's on screen because Toto's on screen for 80 percent of the movie. Like, ooh, what a coincidence. <laughs> like, yeah, we get it. But it it's a lot, man. It was a lot to pretend to like. <laughs> did your did your teacher like stand next to it and go, oh, did you see it? Did you see it? There's that moment. Like, yes, did they point them out? Liter- enthusiastically? Yes, literally standing in front of the class during the whole movie. Like, 
And you know what? And part of it was because she's been teaching for God knows how long, right? Mm-hmm. And she was probably the best teacher I had in my entire academic career to this day. And just like she was done like the last day of school she's she's already checked out like every summer she goes to italy to do like a painting retreat for three weeks and so she's already like in italy right like her body is still in montana but the rest of her is in italy incredible what's the favorite movie what's your favorite movie that a teacher has ever shown you for class how is this even a contest (laughs) what what is it it's donald duck's adventures in math magic man Okay. Okay. I've never heard of this. I don't know what that is. Adventures in Mathematics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's a very good movie. It's like Fantasia, but instead of Mickey, it's Donald, and instead of psychedelics, it's math. <laughs> but it's pl- quite psychedelic. Yeah. Instead of broomsticks, both. it's uh, it's math. Uh, allow, me, allow me to throw this one up in the con- as a contender. My social studies teacher in high school once took a couple days to just say fuck it and show us in the movie Barbershop. Uh, <laughs> so great, love it. I love it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> However, I I meet you at Barbershop and I throw into the mix my Mormon journalism teacher who showed us newsies and fast forwarded through the part with the girl on the swing because it was too lewd to show high school students. Wow. What do you see? Is it just a, just a quick little upskirt? I've it's never seen the movie. Nothing. She's just on a it's swing. <laughs> There's a whole song that where she's on the swing, like, and they're at the strip club or whatever. And then they do King of New York afterwards. You ever think about how prudes kind of have to be extra dirty to sort of like, make these like to sort of connect these serial killer push pins yeah. they're like uh yeah swing swing girl on swing like sex swing like the sex swings that you all have and you're like what no it's just, they're just kids in a playground what are you doing hey uh <laughs> talk about comic books uh we we have we have two single issues this week one of them is just there to as literally a single issue and the other one is because we're picking back up captain marvel is sort of a ongoing for now but iron man which is a title we kind of have avoided as a rule because his transistors aren't interesting after about two (laughs) seconds but this one is made by jim starling this issue is like pretty much entirely conceptualized by Jim Starling and is the introduction to Thanos and Drax the Destroyer. Which... Oh, this is the first appearance of Thanos? They kind of treat him like he already exists, but I guess that's a cool choice. Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is their first, um, I mean, I believe their first canonical appearance. And... Drax is quite different than the than the modern incarnation. Yeah, especially the movie one. I don't know, I don't know about modern Drax in the comics, but, you know, a lot of times the they, they bleed together. Read... But it was around the time of the movie when the when the comic rebooted. But yeah. it's a pretty similar Drax. Sure. Yeah, because uh, he's yeah, he's definitely not like that. I mean, it, it, the, the movie Drax is just like some is like a victim of Thanos who like, you know, lost his wife or something and and or whole family. I don't remember. And is like, you know, just on a revenge kick. And comic book Drax is literally like created by an eternal to kill mm-hmm. Thanos. Yeah, his moniker in in um, in the movies is a little tongue in cheek. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's strong, but he's not the destroyer. He's not, you know, the eater of worlds. But right. he kind of is in this comic. He's he's a potent cosmic force. Yeah. 
which which character is Drax the Destroyer in the in the movies? Help me. The green guy. Uh, he's the one who's like nothing could go over my head. I would catch it. You know. Oh, okay. All right. The like yep. really the the really weirdly literal guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's not what, green in the movies, is he? He's gray. He's blue. Right? He's like blue and gray or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What's his What's the actor's name? He used to be like a wrestler, or a fighter, or something. I don't know. You're, you're talking about Thick Boy. You're talking about Thick Baldy. Yeah, Thick Baldy. Yeah. Great. <laughs> okay, but Thick Baldy's actually like a pretty good <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mild mannered, mild mannered Thickstuffer Baldy. Ooh, Thickstuffer. Thickstuffer B Baldy the Third. Thickstuffer. Pin Q Baldy the third. <laughs> uh, but no, was there? I mean, did you guys have any like specific thoughts other than like, hey, it's Thanos? I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I mean, I the the issue winds up being sort of one of those Marvel issues that's more of a here's here's what happens more than uh-huh. a a plot with you know care like character drama. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, it had I mean, Project Freedom, which is just a big fucking laser. That's pretty cool. True. I I guess I have trouble with these sorts because I like it, but what it is is Jim Starling going, I have two I have a villain and hero pairing that I really want to get done here that I've have been thinking about for years. So I'm going to take over Iron Man real quick and just spend most of the issue giving you Thanos's backstory so that when I bring him into other titles that I'm actually writing later on, it's not out of nowhere. Which which mm-hmm. would be easier to knock if they didn't do that so much in Marvel these days. Yeah. Or not these days, those days. So mm-hmm. like, so like, I can't really, I can't take that away from, from him because that's no. what they're doing. They're doing it all the time. I keep saying Starling. It's Starlin. Uh, I don't know. Starling um, now. Nope, nope. Nope, he's 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 Jonathan Birdface now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I agree. I, I liked it. We get Thanos's dad. Thanos's dad doesn't like him. None of the rest of the Titans like Thanos because he made weapons and they were peaceful and they were like, we don't like that, and they kicked him out. And so I guess he just has a bunch of fuck dad energy and he assembles a mercenary army and just kills a bunch of people. Yeah, I I think they fl- they flesh him out a lot later. You know, clearly. Mm-hmm. It's one. It's one good thing about uh, Thanos, just as a as a villain, was the pretty steady rise in power from from a nothing from a nothing just space vagrant mm-hmm. to, to the to the most powerful dude. I I, I enjoy that that journey yeah. for him. Uh, how about a return to Captain Marvel? It was fine. Again, um, it had some interesting sort of psychedelic energy at first, and sort of piddled out on that halfway <laughs> yeah. through. I, I don't think we were, we read this because this particular issue was any, like, you know, exciting thing. I think it's just, you know, we skipped several issues and we're coming back in to read a stretch. And this is the beginning of uh, something about a, a, a spooky guy that's like we, we have yet to meet on, uh, on screen named Master Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he, he's a Master Lord. <laughs> that's just two things. They mean the same thing next to next to each other. Two uh, things can be one thing. but he i guess or she i don't know master lord is uh powerful enough to have the the super scroll under their thumb which you know i i I accurately or adequately raises my hype i guess to a certain degree because super scrolls you know as he says every time he shows up he has 
the combined powers of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> that's nothing to, sh- you know, that's, that's not nothing. So it's not nothing. That whole, so <clears throat> the whole premise of this, of this issue is the, the scrolls are hiding as other things and they're trying to psychologically break down Captain Marvel. Yeah. Right. And so they, they do like weird, like mind games with him and they're like, ha ha. Now that I've turned into your first crush, you're, you're a broken man. And it's just really like, <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine? Okay. Okay. Now I want you guys to think of every person who you've ever been pissed at in your entire life. Yeah. And then one by one, they just sort of show up in a room and, and yell and at you. And punch you in the face. Yeah. And punch, punch you in the you, face And one then time. you punch them. And then the next one shows up by the end of that. Are you fully insane or are you just mad? <laughs> because I don't I don't follow this logic. I don't think he goes insane. I think he'd just be mad. Yeah. yeah. Uh I mean it's a good excuse to to remind everyone reading of all of the like various villains he's fought over and heroes that he's fought over the past, you know, uh not decade, but close to. So it's it's it I, I get why they do it, but um, but he wins and Rick, we get a little bit of Rick Jones in there too. Um, but, a little but bit of sassy much. Rick, sassy Ricky. <laughs> I think Rick is like, I think maybe it's a scroll. It's, it's hard to tell exactly this girl that maybe he's romantically involved in who kind of doesn't believe him when he gets framed for murder. And, uh, we put a, we put, we posted an image in our discord at some point where, uh, his, his like end quote where he's like looking at the camera dramatically and he says, a warm, loving chick shafted me last night. <laughs> just, just a really fun turn of phrase there, Rick. It, it it had to be fake, though, right? Because she she she's like, I saw him kill that dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. To like the fake to the fake police officer. Yeah. yeah see, that's a and way to drive somebody in, right? Or did they actually ice this dude? I <clears throat> think they, they iced actually him. iced him. Professor Savannah's when, dead. Yeah, when they turned into the cop, he's he's a the scroll goes, I turned into the cop and I killed that dude, and then you walked in on me like I wanted you to. <laughs> yeah, we planned this. Oh no, you beat us. <laughs> we planned that too. <laughs> we're, we're the scrolls. <laughs> yep. I have the combined powers of the where are you going? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see now that we're back with Captain Marvel and after they took a break and they came back. Like this is this is one of those stories, this these comics that they keep trying to sort of reinvent or like give new energy to. And in the in the aftermath of the Kree Skrull War, they reset status quo with him. Like they bothered to like separate him and Rick, and then at the end they were like, Oh no, the only it, way to save almost, Rick is to do it again. It's almost like petty legal squabbles aren't good narrative fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so weird. That's so weird. Uh, um, let's get into some meaty shit, though. We've got we read we read uh, four issues each of Warlock and Dracula. Okay, take a minute, collect your thoughts on Warlock. I cannot discuss this comic without a beer, so it's gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
I love that Rory and I are so hard on the same page right now. I'm okay. so excited. Are we all Andy's getting... like, Andy's like, well, you know, there there are a couple of choice moments that were pretty choice. And I'm like, what yeah, is the choice is to, you're doing? The choice is to throw it in the trash. I would choose to dump it down the garbage chute and flush it down the toilet. Oh, here. Here, just add a sound effect. Yeah, there you go. Are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know if it will have made it into uh, last week's episode, the, the X-Men one. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of Civilization lately. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. And I think there are some parallels because... Between you uh, and the High Evolutionary? Because our budding pod nation has, I think, reached a point where we need to embrace democracy. Um, because okay. I cannot. I think we, we. I think there needs to be a vote on if we read any more Warlock. Get the fuck out! Look, look. I would be lying if I didn't think today was going to be this day. When I read these issues today, I thought... This might be Warlock's last day. It's, it's, it's three whole issues uh, or four whole issues of absolute garbage. And they just pepper in to in, in the not even not quite in the middle, about halfway, though, about halfway through all this garbage. There's one page where Warlock uh, kills all the presidents. And then it's, it's back to terrible. <laughs> He hypothetically he hypothetically kills the president. He doesn't even actually kill them. He's Wait, hypnotized. Oh, he no, oh, he's no. hypnotized. He's hypnotized. It was all a vision. Do you want to know why you missed that, Rory? Here, let me tell you why you missed it. It's because there is so much visually, textually, art-wise going on on this page. You can't fucking follow it. It is overstimulating. It is like literally, and, the, and it's not interesting. Dumping either. spaghetti on a page. <laughs> It's 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 tremendously awful. It, <laughs> all right. All right. Let me take let me take a sip here. <laughs> Andy has a rebuttal. Andy has no. a rebuttal. No. I want to I I fully agree with you. So here's here's what I'll say. Warlock gets canceled after issue like 8, 9, 10 somewhere in there. I'm shocked. But <laughs> no, it's after issue 8. So we read 1 through 4 today. Oh. So here's a, here's a deal that I'm going to make you. I'm I, I'm going to agree. You can't weasel yeah. out of this one, Caesar. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm we're all of one mind here. I'm happy to get rid of Warlock, but it comes back in two years' time, starting with issue nine, and I want to look into it and see if they've changed things up significantly to the point where it's it warrants another look at. Are you confident that the next four issues are going to? No, no, I'm saying you we know, don't read them. No, no, I know, I know, but just are, are going to deepen your understanding of that. Like, what more of Warlock do we need to feel like we'll be re- we'll be prepared, to, we'll be adequately researched <laughs> to come into issue nine? Yeah, no, knowing that that's exactly knowing the my, differences. That's exactly why I'm okay just not doing it. So, so in, in, <laughs> as as a goodbye to Adam uh, for now. Until we come back in and give him a second chance, maybe, and then maybe cut him one more time. Let's talk a little bit about what happened. We still got to talk about it. They sort of double down on some of the themes that are a little bit more implicit in the uh, in the proto text we read, whatever Marvel mysteries 
Extreme oh, Marvel Monsters, yeah, Marvel whatever Presents or whatever that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so they they have uh, they've really enforced the sort of Christ like the sort of Christ like imagery with him. Yeah, which is co- like the the problem is this isn't a comedy because what if Jesus showed up in the 1960s and was gold is a comedy premise not a (laughs) it's not this this is trash this is like sort of semi this is like semi christian lit yeah also in 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 that analogy the god that we have here uh kind of sucks because the high evolutionary spends all four of these issues continually calling up warlock on the phone and being like are you sure i can't destroy this planet because i'm having second third fourth and fifth (laughs) thoughts about having made this planet yeah but so again this is an idea that's funny as a comedy yeah what if god was like a lot more involved and just as vindictive and just as destructive but like just a dude in a spaceship who is Who's bored and and <laughs> playing embarrassed and just embarrassed yes. about the world he made? He's like, oh, oh yes, the furries. I knew it. I could have just done regular. I already did this once with humans and people. It was good, and I added monsters and I fucked it all up. And I uh, just want to. I just want to blow over. it up and start over. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Why embarrassed. Why did I make monsters? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> and no, Adam. Adam Warlock is like. So three billion souls must perish so that you may sleep at night. And A, I'm like, dang, that's a hard hitting. But that's also basically what Jesus says. Right. Right? Like, again, that's. And he's got literally these like 14 (laughs) apostles. Yeah. And (laughs) all all with uh, biblical names. Uh huh. It is insane how ridiculously Jesus this is. And again, what if Jesus' apostles were jive-talking teens from the 60s? <laughs> 70s? We're in the 70s, From the 70s. From the 70s. Just these greaser kids with nowhere to go. They, yeah. I mean, they did have somewhere. They were like, they're like, we don't like the city. We're in the woods. <laughs> yeah, they, we're like, woods there, teens. There is, outside of what seems to be a very normal advanced city is a pretty desolate wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Mad Max out there. It's like when people do Shakespeare plays and they're like, but this one's in the roaring 20s. Stop you know? it. It's just, Stop it's, that. it's the story it's of Jesus. It's in Gangland, Chicago. <laughs> But he's Jesus. He's Jesus. But he's Jesus. Instead of swords, they're going to have guns. Whoa. <laughs> Romeo plus Juliet. <laughs> this is this. The rest of this discussion is going to be just sort of like random things that we remember and want to point out. I really need us to just sort of acknowledge the fact that two of Man Beast's furry minions are bird people named Hawk and Pigeon. <laughs> he's got Hawk and Pigeon. <laughs> And they're spelled H A U K K and P I H hyphen J U N N. Hawk and pigeon. And fuck whoever wrote that. What's your name? Oh, uh, Roy Thomas. Fuck you, although, Roy Thomas. Th- although Warlock, again, if this was a comedy, it would be an A plus because he does <laughs> the objectively funniest thing you can do, which is throw snakes at people. <laughs> <laughs> He also there's like such a perfect opportunity for comedy because apparently they're wearing bird masks and he's he, he even like bothers to like make an observation. He's like, underneath your bird masks are bird faces. What are you doing? Yeah, like, and the kids <laughs> and the kids call and the kids call one of the monsters this Rodan looking motherfucker. And I thought that was a great line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then and then it turns out Adam Warlock ha- one of his like magical gem crystal powers is that he can de-evolve the evil furries. Yeah, he's got a yeah, de-evolution beam and then throw them at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh they also kill a kid. Can we talk about that? At the very they, end of these yeah. four they issues. They kill multiple people in these comics. Yeah. But yeah, like, they for sure like that kid fell off that building. Apostle Eddie dies. He just dies, and his dad and his sister are both there to mourn, and that's more than I expected Warlock to do. Yeah, that panel where he misses catching him is really intense. Well, yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm not sure if this is if this is invoking a specific parable, but this is, you know, they're they're doing they're going where the Bible goes. People die yeah, in the Bible. They do, and that there's like a new a new villain because he gets rid of Man Beast, but then Man Beast. Man Beast's own apostles are still around. And there's one mm-hmm. who... Uh, <laughs> Dark Jesus' monster apostles. <laughs> Dark Jesus and his monster apostles is the most metal fucking thing. Can we do that? Yeah, we can be a metal band. Yeah, Dark no. Jesus and his monster apostles. Absolutely, we can do that. Yes. So, Are you kidding me? <laughs> One of the, this new bad guy, Apollo. his his whole character concept is that he's ashamed that he's a furry warthog, <laughs> and he's got I, hog shame. I also have hog shame. Let's be real. <laughs> I got I, I got the swine sadness over here. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ! This. Look, I know we're we're itching to get off this train, and I'm no, there with I'm, you. I'm no, this is this a train great with you. combo, yeah. but yeah. It, it, I don't know if it, if it, if the investment is worth the payoff because yeah, all I know. Of this comedy we've sort of constructed an alternate version of what we read to make it interesting. Yeah, because it's not on the page. It's it's visual and textual idiocy. Yeah, we had to we had to sift through drudgery to find the sort of strange things to make these jokes about and it's oh not a, it's God. not a pleasant process so my last my last thought here and is it that felt like going to church like <laughs> it did my my last thought here is that there's a whole deal with the high evolutionary where he's like ah oh, people from the real earth are gonna find out about counter earth unless i do something and they're and gonna got, be mad he's got two <laughs> levers that he built a whole panel for, for these two <laughs> levers so <laughs> And one of them <laughs> blows up Counter-Earth. And the other one makes Counter-Earth vibrate in a way that makes it invisible to Earth. And I'm wondering why he made the first lever and why he didn't just auto-do the second one. Because that just seems like good design sense. Well, the, so you're assuming that because they're next to each other, they serve similar functions. He's just got levers. One was like, I need to make this planet invisible. And one was, I need to make this planet go away. Now... They technically both make it go away, but true. That's very true. Now you could argue it would be a bad idea to put the blow up lever next to any other lever, <laughs> but I don't think the two are inherently related. Other than they're both levers next to each other, it does create a fun visual image. Yeah, I always love it. That also becomes comedy too when he's like, "Oh, I've decided to not blow up the second Earth." <laughs> Oops. Yeah, <laughs> it is funny the reveal. He's he's like, oh, "I gotta blow up this planet. Everything about it sucks," and. Like if, 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 if all these monsters weren't bad enough, the good Earth, my favorite Earth, is about to come find them and see my embarrassing sloppy work. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's like so, when, it's like when the teacher's like, oh, so what have you written down in here? And you're like, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. <laughs> but the funny thing was that he just had the like hide hide it lever all the time. He's like, oh, dope. Why didn't I just see ya? Oh, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I was about to blow up my awesome planet with <laughs> dope monsters. <laughs> yeah. And and to put the the sort of cherry on top of this, we're we're to believe that he's God. He's a he's a very powerful being, and he can just make a planet and then make that planet invisible to whoever he wants, etc. And yet, apparently, sometime between last issue and this first uh, one of these issues, like issue two and three of Warlock, somewhere in there, Hulk and Rhino kind of just accidentally crash land from a rocket mm-hmm. onto Counter-Earth, fight there, and then go home. And all he has to say about it is like, we're fucked. Look what already happened. This is, my shit is, my shit is wrecked. This is just awful. We oh, have they're going to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so weird. Everything about this whole thing is weird. I, you know what I hope? I hope that when we come back to issue nine, Counter-Earth is nowhere to be seen. I that's legitimately yeah. what I hope because it's just nothing. It's nothing. And Warlock doesn't get to feel like he's part of any universe. He's just off in his own in a which I th- I think was probably uh, a reactionary. Like, I, I'm sure they're starting to feel the limitations of what they can do within an established universe with all of these characters going around mm-hmm. in it. Um and, and it will not be the last time they've sort of invented a different universe or a different parallel Earth. To kind of calm things down a little bit for the yeah. for a, a hero that doesn't work in the same universe as Thor or whatever. That being said, I think the the impulse to just say it's too difficult to fit this story into the Marvel universe, uh, let's make it a whole new universe and make people go read there, is almost always the wrong one. Yep, I agree. Even Dracula. Which currently, to this point, has not shown evidence of being in my Marvel Universe, is later a part of the Marvel Universe. And it's okay. We lived. We yeah. got through it. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, Adam. Warlock. Oh, buddy. We're going to say goodbye to you for a little bit. I got to edit our reading lists a little bit when we're done here. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he never got to find his Eve. <laughs> <laughs> big farts to that let's talk about dracula <laughs> tomb yes. of dracula issues four to seven how are we feeling i would say less to talk about but overall yeah. still a great read yep i I'm i do really... have one grievance Ooh, okay i have, I have one grievance so this character um ilsa yeah they they kept spelling her name different throughout it and it i was like mm, took out it took me out of the reading a little bit but it's still pretty good you tell me the editing at marvel comics <laughs> is not up to snuff yeah i enjoyed the twist she gets turned she's still she's still old but now she can't see her reflection she doesn't know she's she's still ugly mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was scary and cool like this agree, whole yeah. this whole deal with the devil she made, and really all he gave her was the inability to see her reflection. Yeah, and in which, a way, that was kind of what she wanted. Yeah, She's, it could have been taken farther. That concept. Yeah, I I think it could have, but they sort of nip it in the bud. Like, 
I think I think that there's a couple things going on here. One of them is that there are within the span of these first seven issues of Dracula, there are four writers. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say um, it felt like they were introducing her as one of the brides of Dracula and then changed their mind. Yeah. They just they killed her. Right. I mean, she dies. Yeah. You know, so this first the issue four is Goodwin. Issues five and six are Fox. And then issue seven introduces our boy who's going to be the writer for the rest of time. Marv Wolfman, <laughs> which I say Wolfman because that's funny. Because it's funny that Wolfman's writing Dracula. But Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan, uh, starting with issue seven, are the team. They're the one that finally glues and is like, okay, we're not changing this. This is the one that we like. Um, but I still like some of the stuff uh, that, I like that these the other writers stuff did. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's this time travel mirror that has sort of, I don't know, a little bit of convoluted rules. But it is, it's fun. There's a fun conversation around the mirror. Where, well, it's very uh, Arthurian. Like, if you've read any of any mm-hmm. stuff with, like, you know, the King's Road, or the, it, 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 it's established, and it's it's fun. It's a fun way to sort of put Dracula into England and sort of introduce Arthurian magic into spooky Eastern yeah. Europe magic. Mm-hmm. I really liked this. So this is uh, this is Tomb of Dracula four, uh, which I think is a really nice standalone uh, issue. If you want to check one out, it is. Um, there's this this really fun flip on a concept where what's her name ilsa ilsa tells him that she's like okay i've got this mirror and it t- it does time travel because i bet you know you're old you're really old i bet you find modern times distracting because you're from like the 1700s or something right and he's like bitch i lived hundreds of years i can deal with the changing times and <laughs> and she's like oh god i'm so sorry and he's like i know what's going on I'm stop not- lights no thanks i'm out of here <laughs> yeah yeah and so later in the issue when there's this fun thing that they do where they put like cross-shaped gobos in their flashlights so that when they turn the flashlight on, there's like a shadow in the shape of a cross inside of it. Incredible. And what a good idea. It's, it's so a great good. image. And I liked that it worked. I liked that they rolled with it. It felt like one of those, it felt like one of those ideas if you came up with in D&D, the, the, the Dutch match would be like, no, no, bro. A shadow of a cross isn't a cross. But I liked that they rolled with it and it, it was a great visual and it, you know, made enough sense to enjoy yeah. And when when confronted with these fucking horrifying shadow flashlights and then the police have been tipped off, too, and they're like searchlights now all have like crosses in them. He's mm-hmm. like, I think I'm rethinking this whole I can adjust to any time period <laughs> thing. And I do really want to time travel now. And it was fun <laughs> to see Dracula like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's also it's also I think creates a great aesthetic for the space. It, 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 if you're going to really explore that idea, which I, I doubt they will, but it's it's just good visual uh, or I guess imagination uh, material. Uh, I guess something that's always seemed odd to me is that churches are just like any other house. It's just a house that a vampire can't go into. Yeah. And I like the idea that the giant cross on the top of them serves as a sort of protective uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it, it, it casts that shadow across, you know, across the town. Totally. Yeah. I, there's so many, there's so many good little things. Um, I really like, actually, I'll say one thing I don't really like. It seems like we've switched the way we've talked about Taj at a certain point. And Rachel Van Helsing is now calling Taj her mute servant. And we I don't like talk. it as much. Yeah. But, but like, I, they, I don't know that they'd, she'd called him her servant before. I felt like it was, he was just like her sort of companion who didn't talk but was like a cool indian dude i i think it's 
both in the way that, you know, um, rich people have cohorts who are, they could, they're kind of both because when they're this, you're in this period of time where the fantastically wealthy just hire people to do shit for them, including be their friend. So (laughs) I, I think you can be a manservant. I'm not suggesting that it's, it's not great on the page. It doesn't age it well, but it's like, I think, I think that he can be both. I think he can be in her employ mm-hmm. and a reason and a respected peer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and we are only a few issues removed from Frank Drake himself having a, a big mute strongman named Gort. Um, <laughs> so I guess it's I, maybe there's kind of a temp agency for mutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this line of thought. Uh but Taj Taj ends up being pretty badass. He ends up following Dracula through well, he's kind of dragged by Dracula he, in a way. No, he tackles him in. Yeah, he fights oh, yeah, him that's through. right. That's it's right. It's kind yeah, of he, both. It, it's un it's sort of unclear because we only see it from the outside, but he definitely tackles Dracula in and then either Dracula drags him from leaving or it's just kind of visually complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean he gets he gets kind of bodied as soon as they're in there. He's like dragged around with him. He gets out. He goes, they do end up back in time, and Dracula's like, all right, into into a tomb you go. Yeah, I <laughs> wish they'd stayed in the in in the in the mirror world longer, only because it immediately created an interesting dynamic where Dracula's like, fuck. Now not only do I not have any of my servants here, I have no blood in this terrible mirror world. Uh mm-hmm. and 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 the relationship with Taj immediately becomes pretty cool. Yeah, he's trying to save his snack for later. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, they're like before they actually end up in like Victorian London, like he uh, or Transylvania, I should say, because he does move in both space and time. Uh, they're stuck in this weird mirror world full of just like monsters, and so there's like a few pages of Dracula fighting monsters. That was like, all right, I'm kind of into this too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they don't quite explain the time travel part, but if you know where and when a mirror is. Mm-hmm. Um, that you want to travel to, you can get to it at some point. Yeah. The time travel thing is short-lived. They go back and then they're followed and then they go back to the present again. But I don't I don't think they've killed... I don't think they break the mirror. I think it's still in play. It is, moment. yeah. Yeah, so they could use it again. Uh, but we meet the newest bay to join the, the squad, the Moreland's <laughs> monster. <laughs> Otherwise known as Randolph Daring. Randolph. I I didn't like this. You didn't um, like the monster man, the Bigfoot, the British Bigfoot? I, I really wanted to. What I didn't like was in a in a in a gothic horror, uh basically making this guy a literal mongoloid. I thought that was gross. I know, and, yeah. And, and out of touch. It's like make him a monster. We don't need we don't need your proto-scientific, you know psychological diagnosis well and in my in my brief experience or not brief experience but in my limited experience with the rest of marvel my understanding is that when they need a sort of unexplainable scary at first but actually benevolent monster who shows up and then drifts away into the night it's man thing and i like that he's like a big swamp creature who's like you know who who sort of has like another plane of understanding and does like these weird unexplainable things yeah totally as a monster he was interesting when we w- the first few pages we see him we're cool he's like we get the impression that there's a lot of text about how he has to feed but it is uh in other ways not he doesn't eat anybody but they yeah. i don't know maybe i was confused maybe the text was confusing there but i i i 
I liked what I got until his dad explains. Yeah. yeah. Until, until his dad's like, we send a pretty girl to go feed our little child. <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Their family is is awful. I like that he wasn't scary. I like that he, in the end, that, that he isn't actually hurting anyone and he helps right. them out. That's at least a good ending for me. You he know? interrupts their kiss. Oh, yeah. Frank Dracula and Rachel Van Helsing be kissing. Yes, yeah, this do. dude played. This dude has moves. He's like, well, <laughs> well, we're buried alive. What are we going to do? Not fuck? <laughs> and she's like, Taj is here. And he's like, Taj doesn't mind. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Taj is next, bro. He literally is just like, I love you. I've yeah. loved you. I've loved you from the start. The, the second they get trapped. Well, we're in the bottom of a well. Time to smash. <laughs> I know. But they get saved. They get saved. And a big tone shift for the final episode when Marv Wolfman takes over. Get cock blocked by the man thing. <laughs> God, if only it actually was man thing. God. What the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, <laughs> Oi, what are you doing? <laughs> this final issue introduces their James Bond Q character named Quincy Harker. And we're sort of creating a team now. Like we're like there's a, like like we're supposed to believe that that uh, Rachel Van Helsing has already kind of had a team, and Quincy's a part of it. And he has really fun inventions, like the one that we see in this issue, where he's just made a net, but this time it, this one has garlic in it. It's a garlic net. It's a garlic <laughs> net. Yep. Again, it's a fun attention to the vampire mythology. Yeah. Um, I like that garlic is 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 given. It's not that just vampires hate garlic because it's uh, so spooky and mean to vampires. I want to drink your blood, not taste not taste like hummus all week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that it's it's um, a power blocker. It's just interesting. I like yeah. that their aversion to garlic is not that it's tastes awful. It's that they can't transform around it. And I like that all of this stuff that we. All of this, all of the superstitions for uh, how to handle a vampire are like they make more sense in this context where it's mm-hmm. like uh, you need to get all this shit together. You need the cross to scare him. You need the garlic to keep him from turning into mist and fucking off. It's the same sort of way that building this team that he that Frank Dracula has been doing has been interesting and cool. Yeah, uh, I really liked Frank's line when he first sees the net in practice. He goes, I'm impressed. But then I get turned on by electric pencil sharpeners. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. I think the thing that I like so much about it is that all of this builds into the gravitas of Dracula. No person or yeah. tool is enough. It's it, You need everything. You need to really come with a full lineup to, to take on Dracula. Yeah. And then Dracula fucking elevates his tactics at the end of this issue, too. Because now he's got like six different trial warriors. He's, he's and they're all kids. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's a thing he's always been able to do. It just hasn't, to my knowledge. I don't think in the book he has a child army. Right. Um, but you're like, given the context of today, of course he would have a child army. Of course he would be some sort of monster child general. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, well, you can't kill them because you're not going to kill a bunch of kids. What are you going to do? Kill a bunch of kids? Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate, motherfuckers of Dracula. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> atheists want to kill your God-loving children. <laughs> Shane. <sighs> yes. I want it. 
<laughs> I want it, man. <laughs> you, want, you want some God-loving children? A machete and a bourbon. <clears throat> I want it. All right. Okay. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to this week's A Fuck, Mary Kill. Where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is... <gasps> The one. And today we have some real characters for you. I actually have I have characters, not concepts, which mm. I know is going to be wild. We have a lot Crazy. to talk about. We went through a lot of shit this week. We 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 like literally crawled through excrement to get to the end <laughs> of the comics this week. <laughs> and first off, from our our good, good pile of garbage, we have the golden Adam Warlock himself. OK, okay. yes. Okay, then from our spooky town, we're going with the beautiful old hag Ilsa. Mm hmm. But vampire Ilsa. Vampire Ilsa has to be vampire okay. Ilsa. Okay? okay. And then thirdly, it's kind of a it's kind of a late comer to the party, but we do have a dark Jesus and the monster apostles. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Shit. Actually, mm-hmm. the, the, actually, this is tougher than I thought it would be. Because okay, so Adam, I don't think you can fuck Adam. Is am I am I wrong? Do I think that he? I th- with this three, I think you're right. I, I I was leaning towards maybe a fuck on the golden Jesus on the golden Christ himself. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I think I'm a pass pass on Adam Warlock because to me you fuck. There is a woman who used to, she was, she was, she was gorgeous. She fucked around a lot as a youth. She fucked around a lot in her middle ages. Then she got into like tools and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and sorceries. And then she got vamped out. So now she's good to go all night uh, because she's got vampire energy and -hmm. she's got all of her knowledge of uh, fun Fun tech and 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 occult artifacts. If you yeah. know what I'm talking about, I've got I an occult do. artifact for you. Uh, and all she wants is to be told she's beautiful. And I feel like <laughs> we can we can work and we can work with that. What is this? The the like uh, <laughs> that that what that One Direction song that you don't know you're beautiful. Oh exactly, my she doesn't God. know she's beautiful. Uh, and. Um, Blah. I couldn't possibly spend the rest of my life with the insufferable Adam Warlock. Right. So he's got to go. Yeah. And so, and Dark Jesus and the Monster Apostles. <laughs> I think there's. I think. I think is the move. You marry him, huh? You marry Dark Jesus. I could see swapping my fucking and kill, but in again or my fucking my marry. But again, I'm I'm apprehensive about the long term ramifications of marrying a vampire. I feel like that's yeah. yep. I feel like that's it's dangerous territory. I oh well, Dark Jesus. I don't know if he's marriage material. <laughs> I think I think Dark Jesus. But you and also his no, 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 no. You don't you don't just marry Dark Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Rock stars, rock bands. We we've heard the stories. I don't know. They're kind of the love them and leave them types, and I'm not sure that they're so ready you gotta for lock a commitment. Them down, man. That's what you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When when you marry that many people, do you have to wear a ring for each of them? You don't have to, but it's dope. <laughs> 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 Got a wedding ring on each of my ten fingers. Uh, little Richard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe little Richard was married to Dark Jesus and the Monster <laughs> <of Hogwarts. laughs> Um, 
<laughs> no, so I don't think I can marry them. I think I I think they're my fuck. I think I I have one crazy night with Dark Jesus and all the monster <laughs> apostles <laughs> in the green room. And we get a little wild and then we, you know, we go our separate ways and everyone kind of is, you know, happy with the transaction. But the Mary question is the now real Now you're marrying Ilsa. I mean, unless you marry a warlock. Oh, God. You couldn't. You can't. He's such a prat. He seems like at the same time so boring and so vanilla that I just don't know He's how I could. He's boring and vanilla. He's morally righteous, but then at the same time, he can fly off the fucking handle at any moment. Yeah, and kill the presidents. Yeah, you <laughs> say the wrong the thing, presidents. he might kill all presidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we had a spat. Someone alert all presidents. <laughs> now, you don't want that on your conscience. I know, I know. Yeah. But, like, have you seen him, though? Yeah, but he's still, to me, that's my biggest complaint with Adam Warlock is that in all ways for for how similar he is he is completely and utterly worse than molten man in every conceivable way. in every I way I in know. every I know. fucking way all right so i kill him and i marry elsa shame okay all right all right all right so i i have something to say about adam warlock and that is if anyone goes and actually like looks at these comics which don't but if you do um he's always spread eagle in every yeah. panel He's yeah, it's like always, he's riding a horse that's invisible. He's always spread out. All of his limbs are flung <laughs> as far I, away from his body as they can be. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's he's in, he's in the position of full attention. <laughs> so so clearly you fuck him, right? Like I yeah, I if, if gonna, it wasn't for Molten Man, I think that'd be an easier sell for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think that like he he is spread eagle, he's ready, and then like he can peace out he's and ready? kill the presidents, right? Like he's <laughs> He's he's spready. He's very spready. Spready. Like a delicious pat of butter, Adam Warlock is spready. Um, (laughs) But then then the Mary question. I I marry Dark Jesus, Mm. Monster Apostles. I do. I I get on that platinum record train and I ride it into the abyss. Like, let's go. Wow. Yeah. Damn. This is a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thanks. And uh, I do, think do a new have word any... is about to take America by storm. I think Spready is going to really catch on. <laughs> if if y'all have any of your alcohol left, I think it's time we down it in 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 a in a in a, in a, in a goodbye in a goodbye to Adam. Pour one out for Adam. <sighs> Bye, Adam. Bye. It's it's Bye. Time. it's time, and I I'm gonna end today the same way that one of these Dracula issues actually ended, by saying uh, the Infinite Backlog continues next week with issue 25. Be here, hobgoblins. <laughs> <laughs> I I love like really aggressive talk to your readers and your fans of whatever <laughs> you hobgoblins. You come back. Well, you go. You got nowhere to be, piece of shit. Buy yeah. a comic. <laughs> Fucking hobgoblins. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.